Hi everyone, we're in the studio at News and Arts, and joining us today is Patrick Morrison. How are you, Patrick? Um, I'm doing okay. I mean, it's terrible times, um, uh, and um, I, I miss working because I work in a cultural sector where those things are all uh, closed or can't happen right now. Exactly. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm wrestling with that as we all are, you know, um, uh, we're all in this terrible morass together, but uh, all things considered, I'm doing okay. Pardon the long answer. <laughs> no, but it's great to hear, and thank mm -hmm. you for that explanation. Um, and I understand what you mean with what you do, because you're the organizer of Pedestrian Sundays in Kensington Market, yep. along with community live musics and uh, grassroots organi uh, organizing. Yep. So that being said, give us a little bit more detail about you know what's happening in Kensington, how you guys are managing, and uh, how it's affecting you, the team, and the community. Right, well, we can start with Kensington. I mean, I, it's pretty important. Um, I'm not totally sure because I haven't spoken with you know every merchant who's mm -hmm. still around, but I, I'm um, I'm having some trouble right now finding optimism for the future. Just it's it's a really tough time for small businesses everywhere, mm -hmm. um, and you know Kensington is not uh, different from other places. So I think the real challenge for a lot of the the merchants in the area right now is to just keep their heads above water and survive. I mean this is about survival. Right. Um, I. I Prior to the pandemic coming in, there was already very intense, growing uh, real estate pressure. Um, and in addition to just that normal real estate pressure, there's probably additional pressure um, from uh, marijuana companies that mm -hmm. that you know want the cachet of having a, a shop in Kensington Market, and that has um, really. Driven some businesses out, driven rents up. Um, if you notice walking around Kensington right now, there are, um, like in many places in Toronto, uh, more vacant storefronts. Yes, um, but in Kensington's case, it's a little different than some other neighborhoods, whereas some of these places are being sat on uh, by either landlords or marijuana companies, hoping, waiting to get licenses. Um, so that's a real issue. And... Um, you know, the, the, the people we aren't really concerned about are the people who own their buildings. Um, uh, businesses like uh, Cheese Magic or mm -hmm. um, uh, the um, uh, Portuguese-owned uh, Kensington um, Fruit Market. I mean, that's owned within the family. Um, I really care about the sellers of raw food and things. I, I think that's what keeps our market um, vibrant and interesting and uh, culturally diverse. Um, so, you know, it's nice that there are really great taco places and you can get a really good ice cream. Um, but what I'm passionate about is uh, the survival of these sellers of raw food. And, and uh, um, so it's, it's trying times. And, um, you know, I encourage everybody listening to, uh, if they don't shop in Kensington already, um, mm -hmm. to remember how much fun it is to, you know, kind of live a different lifestyle and... Um, uh, you know, come and get some groceries in Kensington Market. I agree with you completely. Mm -hmm. And like in the last 30 years that I've been going there, I'm watching the changes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, change is inevitable, but it's the kind of change, right? Yep. Even right now, last month, there was a petition going around about no more of the cannabis stores in Kensington, because mm -hmm. I know another one's trying to enter right now. Why do we need so many? And uh, it's taking the character out of a beautiful part of the city that we all enjoy, right? Yep. 
So I, I completely understand. And with all of this going on now, we're missing the pedestrian Sundays and yep. the live events. You know, mm -hmm. um, uh, tell me a little bit of because I noticed there's a market going on right now on the weekends. Um, well, there is. Uh, the the guy who runs the little flea market mm -hmm. in a parking lot is doing that. Um, uh, I mean, I hope they're doing that safely. Um, but it, but in terms of scale, like th that, you know, a few vendors in a parking lot, and you know what we attract with my pedestrian right. Sundays at Kensington Market. I mean, you know, we're this is apples and oranges or chalk and cheese, more like like a, pedestrian Sundays bring so many thousands of people through. Mm -hmm. um, of, I mean, I miss it. My my army of fantastic volunteers are, it's amazing. The volunteers are upset that we can't do this. Right. Um, then we have, you know, people in the arts community and we get so much support from, you know, great musicians and artists and, and uh, dancers and, you know, people of all kinds. Um, uh, everybody's a little bit crushed that we can't do it. Um, and, and that wonderful community vibe that we experience in in this event like we're all missing that but at the same time mm -hmm. um i think most of us and i mean most of us because not all of us for sure i i get hassled sometimes but um <laughs> mo most of us don't want to you know throw a party if it's not safe to do so like of it's we, we we can't bring tens of thousands of people through the neighborhood and and have something negative happen out of it. It's just, you know, it's a really, it's a sad state of affairs. It is. And, mm -hmm. you know, because we can't manage how everyone's going to deal with it no matter what you try to do. And that energy exchange is what's lacking. Yeah. Community and connection is key. And mm -hmm. that is not happening. And like you said, everyone's kind of losing out. Small businesses are at risk all the time, but it's affecting the artists in a completely different way. Mm -hmm. There is the expression. There is the, you know, vibration exchange with the crowd and your fans. So... You know, it's taken a toll on everyone. So what does that mean to you? What's some of your vision and future plans under these circumstances? Well, I mean, under these circumstances, we can't have a, a PSK. I, I don't know when this broadcast is going to air, but the city just announced that I've been telling people, well, maybe in September, maybe October, but, you know, mm -hmm. there's still, they just, in September's out now as of yesterday or the day oh, before. Yeah, um, so now we're looking at only October <laughs> for this year. I So I'm, yeah. I'm starting to think it's, probably not going to happen. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but I, I'm hearing experts warning us that there might be some kind of second wave rolling through in the fall, yes. which, you know, seems entirely plausible. Um, so, so this year's probably done. Um, how are we looking in terms of, do we have this thing under control next year? Um, I certainly hope so. But, you know, I just, just think of the mind-boggling tall order of one, creating a vaccine, and then two, creating how many, seven billion something doses of it to right. distribute. Like, there's a huge piece of logistics that we, as, you know, the human race on this planet mm -hmm. have got to accomplish in the next short while. Um, so, I, all I can tell you is, is that when it's safe to do so, um, you know, I would love to throw, you know, the greatest PSK ever, you know? And I, I think we'd have great goodwill from all kinds of people and mm -hmm. uh it would be a wonderful event but um I, it's not happening tomorrow unfortunately absolutely not mm -hmm. and who knows like this is even if certain things pass including a second wave possibly mm -hmm. it's looking like it's gonna move into next year just the adjustment and the changes in the safety um but 
I can also see tons of people wanting to volunteer and help you out. Hey, maybe like a winter PSK. Who well, cares? Because people need to yeah. have these kinds of experiences, right? For sure. Um, uh, I, I, I mean, in the wintertime, I might not... Uh, I'm, PS, a PSK might be... Um, might not be the thing to do. I mean, it'd be interesting to try as an experiment. Okay. Um, but, you know, there's some other thoughts I've had that would help um, uh, help merchants who I think are in dire need of help right now mm -hmm. and you know, all the help they can get and, and still create a sense of um, community and fun. So, you know, there might be other things we could do this winter, even if it remains unsafe to congregate mm -hmm. together. Um, but uh, I, I, you know, at the moment, I'm you know we're, I'm crossing bridges as they come. I, I, you know, I can't make plans too far in advance. Any ideas you can share with us, or is it top secret? I, well, <laughs> um, yeah, I, um, I I do have one pretty good idea, but I'm um, I, I'm we'll see what the BIA wants to do, gotcha. and I, I don't want to. I can't put the cart before the horse. And that's fair. Mm -hmm. You know, and like you said, we encourage people to come, visit, shop. And we do. We have to support our local mm -hmm. businesses. And we don't want to lose that vibe because a few businesses we've already lost. And they've been there for so many years, yep. right? Any other advice for people? How else can we support? Or are you open to ideas from people when it comes to events and how we can bring the, uh, you know, the artist world uh, a bit bit more life well, right now. One, I do plan to um, create a little something with artists um, via video that I will put up on the web. Right. Um, so that's coming. Um, and and it also, I, I mean, we run Pedestrian Sundays in Kensington Market on a peanut budget. I, it's it's um, which is incredible. You know, it's well, it's incredible, but it's also embarrassing. I mean, there's two sides <laughs> to the coin, right? Um, but I have um, been um, uh, told I can spend a little bit of money on some artists. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, some artists that have. Uh, you know, really supported and done a lot for pedestrian Sundays in the past. Um, I'm going to be reaching out to them, and, and we're going to create some things for the people who like pedestrian Sunday. So, um, you know, it's not in any way a replacement. Um, really, it's a little more of a way for me to funnel a teeny bit of money to artists who, um, you know, would have happily would have loved to have participated this year. You know, and that that's mm -hmm. wonderful because I think the artists need that encouragement right now too. Well, so yeah. Whatever everyone can do to work together. And it's been years. How long has it been now with the Pedestrian Sundays? Right. Um, geez, I probably should have... It's Because I haven't been thinking about that for a little while. Years? Um, I just want to throw that I think last year was the 16th. I think this oh. would have been... Last year was our wow. sweet 16th. So this would have been our 17th year. It's and incredible. it would have been... This would be my eighth year in charge. I started as a volunteer mm -hmm. when, uh, you know, Shemez and uh, some other people were going gangbusters getting this set up. Um, I uh, wasn't one of the super involved people, mm -hmm. but um, Shemez and I had become very good pals since he, uh, you know, moved his lap, opened La Palette in Kensington Market. And um, I, I just helped out in various ways. The the biggest thing I would do would be um, give kids rides on a Bombay pedicab yes, uh, during the event because yeah. there was a lot more room in the streets when this started. Like it mm -hmm. wasn't the behemoth that it is now. Um, but in, in addition to that, you know, like a, a samba band would show up and drop their drums on the wrong side yeah. of the market and I would <laughs> show up with this insane bicycle that's basically like got a love seat behind the driver and pile on you know a dozen of these monster drums and would go up 
you know, two stories high in the air and right. weave through people. Uh, so we had a lot of fun in the first years. Um, but after a number of years of volunteering, I, uh, you know, I, I'd done my business. It grew to a certain size. It was great. There were lots of volunteers. So mm -hmm. I, I, you know, went and did other things. And, um, uh, and uh, after some time, uh, Shemez and the BIA approached me and they wanted uh, to inject some cool back into it and mm -hmm. to impose some order and, um, uh, and thought I was the guy for it. So I've had a lot of fun working with him and a lot of other people to, you know, it's a real community event, you know, like, like when you, you look at all the people who, you know, from the volunteers who are standing at barricades or the volunteers setting up and doing sound or moving equipment mm -hmm. to the different artists doing things to uh, uh, just there's so much going on. It's you know? endless day mm. of entertainment and mm. you choose what you vibe with. Mm. And it's great for family, friends, people out of town. Yep. And it just grew and grew. Totally. It, it really, you know, went to a whole other level. Mm. So... And I heard the excitement in your voice talking about it. Yeah. So all yeah, of a sudden yeah. you lit up. Yeah. yeah and well, you know, it's going to yeah. happen. It's going to go back to that. It's yep. just not right now. So mm -hmm. maybe let me ask you this. We want to support the businesses. We can't do all these events and have the artists. So if someone hasn't been to Kensington or they're not familiar, can mm -hmm. you give us a quick walkthrough? Let's say you're at Dundas and Kensington. Give us a little walk through Kensington Market, hot spots, interesting things. Okay. What would you recommend? Well, I'm going to start by apologizing to good friends who don't get mentioned in this because <laughs> it's going to be a stream of consciousness. Um, but if we're at the corner of Dundas and Kensington Avenue, you're going to start um, uh, walking up uh, a very interesting little street. Uh, this little section of Kensington um, has a lot of the uh, uh, rag trade, the vintage clothing stores yeah. and things. And um, it's a great place to pick up a very interesting piece. Um, you know, uh, it's the more, it's an environmentally friendly way to get clothes. Mm -hmm. uh, you can really score some amazing things. Amazing I, people things. marvel at my leather jacket collection and that's, <laughs> uh, that's all Kensington Avenue yeah. right there. Um, um, so there's uh, stores like Courage My Love, uh, King of Kensington mm -hmm. um, by a Brazilian um, Rogério uh, Santos. He, he's coming back uh, to Kensington Market. Really? So he had flash, he's, he's got, um, I'm announcing that on my social media in a few days. Um, you so heard yeah, it here he, first. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Here, here's your scoop. Um, so Rogers coming back, which is great. There's some other great uh, vintage stores in that strip. Great. Um, there's uh, some wonderful uh, grocery things getting towards Baldwin Street. Mm -hmm. um, a wonderful. Uh, I already mentioned it. Kensington Fruit Market has just reopened. Yes. They had a fire in January and then have gone. That's you know, great to hear. Gone through a pandemic, uh, trying to reopen. Like just what they've been through is is amazing, and and th they are such a good fruit and vegetable store if you're like me uh, one of the reasons I live in Kensington is is I like cooking and just the access to cheap and beautiful produce yeah. and and getting access to herbs and spices and and things from all over the world I, I love that so you, you get that around Kensington and uh, Baldwin area there's a, the best bakery probably in the country um, Blackbird Bakery you know that they have yes. uh, sourdough in some European vault and they're the first <laughs> non they're the first non-European bakery to have their sourdough I can't remember if this vault is in Finland or Belgium or Iceland, or I can't remember where it is, but there is a vault, like, you know, a kilometer or more down in the ground to preserve 
the world's sourdough heritage. That's crazy. Blackbird Bakery is the first <laughs> non-European bakery to have their sourdough in that vault. Um, oh, wow. See, so, I didn't know this. That's well, great. You know their bread, though, don't you? Yes. Okay, um, so that's great. Uh, some some lovely butchers, some lovely cheese mm-hmm. stores. Um, uh, and, and you also have um, diversity in terms of... Um, uh, people selling, well, just about anything, but in this case, food. So you can go to a Caribbean grocer or a Portuguese grocer, mm-hmm. um, you know, Chinese grocer. There's all different kinds of ethnicities. So there's all different types of um, uh, foods and things you can get. And vegan. Uh, uh, vegan, vegan, for vegan sure. Option. Yeah, lots of uh, vegan and vegetarian-friendly mm-hmm. things. Um, there are, um, speaking of vegan food, there are more... Um, restaurants and takeout places uh, springing up uh, of different kinds. Um, it's interesting to see the different waves of things that came through. Like the last thing Kensington needs right now is another taco place. But it's interesting. <laughs> There's a couple Middle Eastern places that are just opening yes. right now. And let's see how that rolls. And um, I'm, uh, you know, I'm hope there used to be in the Kensington Mall on Kensington Avenue. Yes. This is years ago now. There was this Ethiopian place. And I forget the name of that. Ethiopian dish where you get the big uh, flatbread and then you have all these different little it's so good yeah it's so good it's so good <laughs> and it used this woman it used to be five bucks <gasps> and essentially all you can eat it was insane like so I'm hoping that there's more diversity coming in on really like I don't so. I, I don't think we need lots more food but if we're gonna have some more food Please, not the same old thing. Yes, no more burgers, cultures. no more tacos. Like, yes. give, you know, give me something interesting and foreign and different and delicious and, and authentic. I mean, that's something else I that completely agree we're, with we're spoiled with in Toronto compared to a lot of other uh, cities in the world. When you look at cuisines from other cultures, mm-hmm. um, we often have an opportunity to taste something authentic and and traditional or or fusion but fantastic like uh, we're spoiled and in Kensington we're especially spoiled spoiled, you know Um, I think we forget and not recognize that and even with the pandemic the lineups or where you can go where you can mm -hmm. you start to notice how much access we had to everything we can imagine right so I'm hoping out of all of this what we get is a little we get a bit more humble Mm -hmm. we appreciate what we have a bit more Mm -hmm. and go back out there and support these businesses so we can continue to enjoy them for sure so, Patrick, thank you so much for that. Is there anything you want to leave us with? Um, well, I, you know, we've spoken about what kind of trying times we're in, mm-hmm. and um, I just want to encourage people to, you know, find love in their heart and, and uh, love in their day and love for themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're all going through, um, you know, an incredibly trying time, and uh, hopefully... Uh, with through kindness and empathy to others, we can get through to the other side. And the only way we're going to get, you know, past this uh, and and also other issues is, is if we cross the finish line together. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and Thanks sharing. Thanks for having me. You're welcome here anytime. We're going to see you back out on the streets. I'm always in the streets for sure. Yeah. Yes. And guys, we're... Uh, finishing up at News and Arts and thank you for joining us and we'll talk to you soon.